Imagine that God has called you to be a church planner in India. Your job is to walk into a completely unreached village that has perhaps 500 families who are worshiping the 333 million gods of their religion, and they've been doing this for hundreds of years. You are going into this village where there is no church, no Christians, and no Bible, and the church planners we are supporting today are planting thousands of house churches. Who are these church planners? What are they like? What are the challenges and spiritual battles they face? How are they having so much success? Get ready for an exciting episode as Pastor M from India introduces us to the church planners of his country. Welcome to the 360 Serve podcast. I'm Mark Tyler, president of 360 Serve. Because you're listening, it's highly likely you're a person who believes God has placed you on earth to make a difference in the world with the gospel that has transformed your life. I'm sure you feel the tug on your heart to help bring the gospel to the three billion people in our world today who have yet to even hear the name of Jesus. Once you decide, I want to be a person who helps the least reached in our world hear about Jesus, you will run into all sorts of barriers, like the language barrier, not speaking that language, or the travel barrier. How are you going to get there with all these travel restrictions? Or the finance barrier, not just having that kind of money. 360 Serve is about a new way to do missions where we help you support indigenous church planting pastors who live in their country. They know their language and they're very effective in reaching their own people for Christ. Hundreds of you are supporting hundreds of these indigenous church planting pastors. Thank you for your support. The impact is truly amazing as thousands are coming to know Jesus as Savior and Lord every week and hundreds of house churches are being started. The 360 Serve podcast is committed to interviewing these amazing church planners so you can hear straight from them the incredible things God is doing today all over the world and how you can get involved. I trust it's been a blessing for you to get to know Pastor M, our movement leader from India. Let's jump into our conversation with Pastor M as he introduces us to the church planners of India. Well, what a blessing it is to be together again with Pastor M from India. So excited about today. How are you doing, Pastor M? Pastor Mark, I am doing great. Uh, I want to thank God for this wonderful opportunity to share the story what God is doing here in India. I want to thank especially to 360 Serve family for their prayer and for their great support. Thank you. Mm. Mm, amen. Well, I, I love this topic we're going to get into today on talking about church planters. You know, in our last episode, we kind of talked about church planting and the incredible uh, strategy, uh, philosophy that the Lord has just, you know, brought about in your heart and ministry that we support. But uh, today we get to kind of dive into the church planters and really get to know who these men and women are, and just have you describe them. And, uh, you know, those that are listening right now, we support hundreds of Indian church planners, and I know that those that are listening right now, many of them support, thank you, and you would love to hear from Pastor M, you know, who these people are, what are they like? And so let's just kind of begin with that general question to you. What are church planting pastors like in general, Pastor M? How would you describe that? Well, uh, uh, you know, our church planters are like a simple people. Uh, you know, 
uh, one of the, uh, the, the things that I have been very much challenged uh, to, to see uh, as a church planter, uh, because, you know, think about the story as, as Jesus meet with the, the Samaritan women at the well. She was prostitute. She was very bad. But when she had encounter, uh, you know, she was totally changed and she become a wonderful church planter. What happened? She, she brings them. She lead all her villages to Christ. So, so in our ministry, a lot of, uh, lot of church planters uh, were like kidnapper, uh, were like murderers, you know, pretty bad story. But when Jesus changed their life, uh, means when he transformed them, they become church planter. Now they are transforming the life of others, uh, saying the story of Jesus, sharing their testimony that how Jesus had changed my life. Uh, so they are like simple people, uh, you know, they look like uh, simple people, but God has been using them uh, for extraordinary things. Yeah. Mm, yeah. You know, I love, uh, I love India, just traveling throughout India and it's the joy of my life, uh, Pastor M, and we get to just get to go visit hundreds of them and just spend time and I hear their stories and it's just like a highlight of my life. So um, let's have you kind of tell some particular stories right now of, you know, just what does it take to be a church planter, you know? And uh, let's go into just some stories of some church planters that come to your mind that will take us further into their traits, their characteristics. Yes, they're simple, humble, transformed people, like you're saying, but God is, uh, there's some other things as well that I know that you can bring into this. So let me share with you a story of Brother Sunil. You know, his father was, uh, uh, you know, uh, a witch doctors. People were coming to his house, those who were demonized. So his father was doing uh, witch or dark things uh, to perform rituals so that people can be released. But uh, Sunil's wife was demonized and his father was not mm. able to do anything. So uh, his father was uh, like a witch doctor and he was helping others to be released from the devil's spirit, but he could not do anything uh, to protect her daughter-in-law. So Sunil always asked question, you know, you are doing wrong things, you know, uh, you have no power, uh, looks like everything is, is like, uh, like cheating. Uh, uh, you know, but he found two church planters. They went to his village and, and they were trying to find the person of peace. Uh, Sunil shared the story uh, with these two church planters. And, and, and they prayed. And uh, while they were praying, the, the Sunil wife was screaming. Sunil wife was speaking to the church planters. Not Sunil wife, but the Satan inside of Sunil mm -hmm. wife. They were speaking to these two church planter and they claim these two church planter they bow down and they pray and they claim that Sunil wife should be set free from the devil's spirit. Sunil wife was totally free and mm. Sunil, Sunil said to his father that Jesus is powerful God he is the one who healed my wife he is the one who released my wife from the devil's spirit I will become his servant wow 
So after a couple of years, Sunil got trained and he became church planter. He went to a large city and he uh, recruit many new people and develop them to be church planters. Sunil is, is leading a team of 50 church planters. And mm. uh, uh, in that large city area uh, of 10 districts have over 2,200 churches has been planted. So wow. uh, God used uh, you know, these kinds of per- person to, to, to do the extraordinary things. In Sunil church movement, we can see over, over 20 to 30,000 new believers who came to Christ even last year in 2021. Wow. Wow. So God has been using him, yes. <laughs> and, you know, it, it just amazes me because this is the story that I hear, you know, again and again when I meet these church planners. I, I've never asked you this, Pastor M, but I don't know in all—you know, I've interviewed— probably uh, dozens and dozens, over a hundred of the Indian church planners, you know, personally, just over the years. And I noticed that uh, in most of their stories of how they came to know Christ, there is either a casting out of a demon, you know, or a miracle of healing that seems to uh, coincide or God used that in their salvation. You know, that story is just so common is that is that true? I mean, do you kind of see that as well, Pastor M, that that so many people are coming to Christ in India and God, you know, does a miracle and it's either a healing or uh, demons being cast out and then people turn to Christ and become church planters. Is that a That's, common thing? That is uh, a common thing. You know, uh, think about when Jesus was you know, doing his ministry, he focused on three things. He was healing, preaching, and teaching. So Mm -hmm. at the time of Jesus, you know, even Jesus was healing people. Those who came to Jesus, they were set free from demon. They were set free from the sicknesses. Same thing is happening uh, even these days. People Mm. who are coming to Jesus, to a Jesus worker, these people are praying, and still Jesus is working. But I have been teaching them that the healing is not the only one main thing. Uh, My concern, I have been equipping all these workers uh, and and saying to them that healing should be not the main goal. Our main goal that these people should ask forgiveness because, you know, the witch doctors, the doctors even are giving healing, but they can't forgive uh, forgive the sins of of the people. So I have been challenging and equipping workers, hey, you need to pray for these people, but tell them that the healing is not the main thing. You need to yes. ask forgiveness of your sin. So still the healing is real. Still, yes. you, you know, think about the doctors. They say that we can't do anything. These people is going to die in a week. But the people of God is praying and that many, many thousands of people are still alive. The, the Amen. doctor rejected them. Jesus protected them. So, yeah. so praise God. Still in India, almost 80% people, they came to Christ because of healing. Even I came to Christ because I yep. saw the great your healing. your brother. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, like, you know, 
And the greatest healing, of course, is forgiveness of sins. That's the eternal miracle, like you're pointing out. Well, take take us to another uh, church planner that comes to mind. Tell us another story. These are great. Well, I I I have a, a story of Brother Ram Lal. You know, I just want to let you know uh, that Ram Lal's story is very much broken. Uh, five years ago, his wife died uh, because of uh, HIV AIDS. Uh, I don't know. Mm. Uh, he was working in a metro city. Somehow he got infected. Uh, Ramlal wife uh, died, and still Ramlal had this HIV positive. Uh, you know, uh, I heard his story uh, three years back, and uh, uh, he came to to me somehow, and I said, brother. Uh, for sure, we all are going to die one day, but, uh, you know, we want to please God uh, by doing something good. We want to make him happy. Uh, we don't know what will happen to me. Like always, I travel through car, through motorbike here and there. I can die even tomorrow. So same way that you are also going to die, but as long you are alive, you can do something. I am very much proud to say uh, that God has been using Ramlal for a marvelous thing. Uh, he has mm. been, yeah, he is uh, HIV positive and uh, still he's healthy. Uh, he eats uh, one pill every day. He feels strong. Uh, he works in a mountain area. Uh, in our ministry, over 50 church planters from different, different unengaged, unless people groups, they become church planters because of Brother Ramlal. I can say mm. Ramlal become, uh, become a powerful man of God for 20,000 people to come to Christ. He is the wow. first guy that, uh, you know, God has used him, uh, uh, means in a certain mountain area, uh, and he came to Christ. He's still happy, still healthy. And uh, he is, he has bicycle and he travel. Like he goes almost every day, 20 kilometers, 30 kilometers to praying for everybody. And he's very famous that uh, God has been using. He has been used by God for many, many things. God has been using mm. him through his prayer. We saw a lot of healing. Uh, so praise mm. God for everything uh, that God has been using Ram Lal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, um, supporting an Indian church planner is just, uh, it's its pretty phenomenal, the impact that uh, these church planners, these simple, humble, spirit-filled, you know, prayer warriors that go out like you're describing, just on average, Pastor M., uh, what would you say is the average church planner? How many people come to Christ in a year? How many churches get planted through the average church planner? Well, I have experience in our ministry uh, that one church planter, if he's well trained, means not the theology and like not too many training, but if he know how to find the person of peace, how to share the Jesus story. And if you know how to run a church service, uh, usually these people, they plant a 10 church in a year average. And over mm. 500 people, they came to Christ uh, through their ministry. I have seen because we do uh, large 
uh, outreaches uh, to find the personal peace and to reach a large number of people. So I have seen every 500 people can come to Christ through a church planter, 10 new house churches that are started every yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's incredible. And this is the work of God in India. I, I just think we need to come back to that. This is the Spirit of the Lord. This is Jesus, the Lord of the harvest, doing his sovereign work right now. This is the time for India. This is God at work, you know, through these church planners. But what an investment for $50 a month to send one of these brothers, one of these sisters into gospel work. 500 people you're going to meet in heaven because you're partnering, you know, with this pastor. Ten house churches started. It's incredible. What a, what an eternal investment. Well, share with us another uh, story maybe of another church planter, Pastor M, if one comes to mind. Uh, well, I want to share an, a, story, uh, a story of Brother Birinder Manzi. Birinder Manzi is from an untouchable background, a uh, people group called Manzi. Uh, you know, they look poor, they look dirty, uh, they're occupation is to work, you know, with the mud all the time, cleaning the sphere. Uh, their favorite meat is rat. So uh, mm. they look like really dirty uh, and half naked all the time. Wow. So a couple of years ago, Brother Birender was touched by Jesus. Um, uh, uh, you know, somebody told him that uh, Jesus is a God for everyone. And uh, he looks you even same as he looks me or a different person. And he was totally challenged uh, that somebody who loves him, somebody, you know, who cares. And he fell in love with Jesus. He become church planter. I can say today, almost over 5,000 Manji, like Musahar people, they, they came to Christ uh, because of Brother mm. Birender Manji. Over 75 churches has been planted because of Brother Birender Manji. Over 33 church planters are working among untouchable Manji people wow. group because of Brother Birender Manji. So God is using simple, ordinary people. Birender is not well-educated. He can only read Bible. Uh, even mm. he don't uh, have uh, ability to write. Uh, but I want to thank God, uh, his two sons, they are studying in our school, in English medium. They're able to speak English. Birender comes to me all the time with a grateful heart. He said, I never ever thought that my sons will study in English medium school. And mm -hmm. uh, he said, God has blessed me. Uh, I said to him, because not only blessed you, he has made you a, a blessing man for all these people. All these 5,000 mm. people, they get a new life because of you. So praise wow. God for these kinds of a person who become church planter to lead thousands of people to Christ. Yeah. Amen. Well, how beautiful. These are so touching. And I just get excited to think that someone, maybe even listening right now, you're supporting one of these uh, brothers that Pastor M, one of these church planters, you know. Uh, you're supporting them. You're praying for them. You have their profiles. This is what we do. We get you the profiles of these that you support. That's beautiful. Pastor M, take us to just women and the women church planners. What percentage, first of all, 
of all the church planners that uh, are in uh, this movement, you know, are women. Uh, around 30% women are church planters uh, hmm. uh, in our ministry. It is very easy for them to plant churches because they can go any of the houses of, of any villages. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yes, the numbers are increasing. Yes. And is that because they have, uh, you said they can go to any of these houses. It's just a little bit easier for them to have access to the homes because the men are away? Or, or what is that? What do you mean by that? Well, in India, you know, the women can go any villages, enter the, any houses without any problem. Uh, hmm. uh, it is very easy for them to enter. Uh, the men cannot enter uh, the houses. They can enter the villages but entering uh, the houses is really difficult for the for the uh, person for the male yeah but women can mm-hmm. easily go inside talk with those women yeah yeah well i've met so many of these dear women church planners they are they're so courageous they're on fire for jesus and like you're saying god is using them in great ways you have to tell a, a story of, of a woman church planner is there one that comes to mind well, I, I can share a story of brother uh, of, of Sister Sarita. Sister Sarita had mm-hmm. two beautiful children and her husband. Sarita was uh, demonized, uh, was mm-hmm. mad, losing conscience before accepting Christ. Somehow, you know, these two church planters went to her village, share the story of Jesus, offer prayer for her. And uh, they talked to her husband, her husband allowed to pray for the pray for her and uh, what happened uh, within a month she was totally uh, healed mm. released from the demon power her husband was like a, a labor working in construction and he said I am busy I have to work every day so that I can feed my family but you know these these two child are like age uh, over six year old. So Sarita was, you know, uh, was like really active in her village. Uh, she found a, a church, gathered people, and finally she became church planter. And now God has been using her in her little uh, village area. Around 17 church has been planted because of Sarita. And uh, she goes village after village, praying for many, many women praying for many many children and teaching them uh, about jesus so so praise god for hmm. uh, for her story that uh, uh, she was demonized now she's releasing women's and men's from the the demon spirit praise god that god had changed her <laughs> praise life the yeah. Lord. hallelujah hallelujah as we kind of head toward wrapping up this session, you know, what are the greatest challenges just that church planters face, whether men, women, uh, you know, just what are some of those? Just as we think about praying for our church planters that we're supporting, Pastor M, what are the greatest challenges they face that we can be, you know, kind of praying, lifting them up regarding? You know, uh, uh, I can just uh, request to you and to your people to, to pray these days, uh, you know, our country is becoming really strong in different uh, way. I can say more militant group, more uh, Hindu radicals group are, are finding the way to stop 
the God's work, stop the church planting work. And these church planters are going village after village, sharing the story of Jesus, finding the person of peace. Sometimes they, they encounter with these radicals. And uh, sometimes these workers has been bitten by these radicals. Uh, uh, you know, so my prayer that, uh, that these workers can get a bold to face the, the persecution. Uh, please be praying for them uh, to, to, to be strong in Christ to face the challenges. Uh, yes, yeah. this will be yeah. my big prayer request. Yeah. And that's a great, you know, segue into our next episode, which is going to be totally dedicated to persecution, where our listeners will really understand the levels of persecution, how it comes at church planners. But thank you for that, and we will pray for that. You know, Pastor M, uh, people are listening right now that support these church planners at $50 per month, or maybe they're thinking about it. What, 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 what do you have to say to those that are supporting or would consider supporting about just the difference that that $50 a month makes. What does it do? Describe that a little bit in the lives of these church planners. Well, Pastor Mark, I just want to, you know, let you know that, uh, think about, uh, you know, in India, uh, it's like, uh, you know, it is, uh, I can say this way that uh, many, many people uh, who are, who are, uh, not having jobs, uh, they are like laborers. They are like working in the agriculture field. So what I do, I challenge all our workers to find the person of peace, to find the faithful people who wants to serve Jesus. We want to support them $50 so that they will not go to work as a labor. What they will do, $50 will help them to provide their critical need. And in that much time, they can plant 10 churches in a year. And if we continue support for five, six years, these workers mm -hmm. can plant 50, 60 house churches. They can be fully self-supported. And over, over 2,000 people uh, you know, can become followers of Jesus uh, through these church planters. Our goal is to support thousands of church planters uh, to, to plant thousands of churches uh, in unreached area. Uh, and I, I want to request uh, you all to, to keep praying for uh, this great need. Amen. Well, thank you, Pastor M. We love you, and thank the Lord for this great time together. It's been a real blessing, and we love our church planners. We're going to continue to pray for them. Have a blessed day. You too. Thank you so much, uh, for your prayer and support 360 sir family we really appreciate you for your prayer for the great support uh, we love you all thank you pastor m for introducing us to several of the indian church planners we are supporting here from the united states what an honor it is for us to help send these men and women into full-time gospel ministry it's incredible that the average indian church planner will plant 10 house churches in a year and lead some 500 people into a saving relationship with Jesus Christ. Here's your action step of the day. Support an Indian church planter for $50 per month. That's less than $2 per day. When you support, we mail to your home the profile of the church planting pastor you will be supporting. You are in partnership with them. You are reaching their country for Christ together. 
we have the profiles of dozens of Indian church planters waiting, praying to be supported so they can quit their job or they're working right now at maybe one or two dollars per day in the fields and so that they can serve the Lord full time in gospel ministry. You know, I think of Romans 10, 13 to 15. Paul said this, he said, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. I mean, what an amazing promise, right? But what if you've never heard about the name of Jesus to call on his name so you can be saved? You know, Paul went on in that scripture to say, how can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And then he says this, and how can anyone preach unless they are sent? You know, God has ordained that the gospel would go forward into the unreached world of these three billion people in partnership. Paul says, how can anyone preach unless they are sent? Indigenous church planting pastors in all the countries we support, they're willing to be sent as missionaries to reach their own people for Christ. They wanna go. And we have the opportunity to send them at $50 per month. They can quit their jobs and serve God full time we are able to be their partners in ministry. If the Lord is speaking to you about supporting a church planting pastor from India or another country, go to 360serve.org, click on give, click on support a church planter. And remember that 100% of what you give to 360serve goes to the church planter you are supporting. Vision-driven Christians support all our administrative costs so everything you give goes, wow. Romans 10, 15, Paul, you know, wrapped it up by saying, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. I pray you've been encouraged and blessed by what you've heard today. Get ready for our next episode as Pastor M will share with us about one of the realities our Indian church planters face, which is persecution. How often do Indian church planters face persecution? What is it like? How do they respond to persecution when it comes? You will hear about one of the pastors we support who was beat seven times, but kept on planting churches. You will hear so many stories that will move you to tears and to rejoicing as we will learn together about the courage and the grace and the perseverance of the Indian church planters we have the opportunity of praying for and supporting. Until then, may the Lord bless you.